are listening to the Sage Advice podcast. The Sage Advice podcast. Welcome to the Sage Advice for Better Life podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being part of our previous episodes and uh, it's a pleasure to welcome you all all over again. And today we have an absolutely interesting subject to discuss. Kis baare mein baat karne wale hain? I think it's more or less of a double-edged sword. I was speaking to some of the people I'm going to be talking to today and uh, this subject also came from them that why not call it the double-edged sword. That's what social media has become for us. And if Shakespeare were alive today, he would have said, to screen or not to screen is the big question. And a lot of us are uh, quite inevitably unavoidably drawn to our tiny little phone screens, laptop screens and uh, this pandemic. It has sort of turned these screens to be the extensions of our hands, limbs, eyes, you name it. And in our previous episode, we were talking to Dr. Anjali Mehta, who rightly pointed out that what eye doctors are treating nowadays is called quarantine myopia. Sounds as dangerous as the coronavirus itself, but yes, it's a reality. Eyesight damage is being witnessed. So, in today's conversation, we are social media addictions, gaming, and this subject. Ko tackle karna rahe and we've got our very own Zoya to begin this conversation. And uh, she's going to be doing the ice breaking for us and uh, leading us into this conversation. So, Zoya, thank you so much for coming in and getting two of your very interesting friends with you again and Siddharth we've already spoken to in an earlier episode and we've also got Vedant today who'll be talking to us about different aspects of social media addiction and gaming and whatnot. But news ke bagayar hum kaise reh sakte hain? We got to know ke how far the next uh, coronavirus infected patient is in my locality. What are the statistics today? What's happening around the globe? I want to know what Donald Trump said. So, all that plus plenty, plenty more makes social media an absolute necessity for us. And how do we escape it? So, Zoya, I'm quite clueless and let me admit at the outset that I am addicted to certain things. I'll reveal that uh, during this conversation. But let's get to set the tone. Welcome, Zoya, and tell me. Tell me more about your idea of social media addiction and gaming and especially all this binge watching TV and the news channels, all these addictions that seem to be taking over all of us, our minds, our time, our eyes and our peace of existence. Not P-I-E-C-E, I mean P-E-A-C-E. So I'm worried. So are a lot of other people. And at Sage Advice, we thought we'll address this first today. Zoya. Hi, everybody. So today I will be sharing my thoughts on media consumption, especially in terms of this pandemic, as we've seen. And staying home at the same time with an overburden of information has really um, dishampered some of our lives. And I'm here to share my experiences and how I have combated with it to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So as we've seen that, you know, consumers in India are fastly adjusting to the new reality imposed by the pandemic. In terms of work, entertainment, social events, they've all transitioned to a screen placed in, right in front of us. 
yes uh, you know we've seen it's convenient for most of us you can just sit on your chair and still attend meetings at the same time you know hang out with your friends but there are you know harmful hidden implications which it has on our health and that is taking over our lives at a fast unknown pace so for me especially you know during the lockdown phase i'll give you an example like i'm a i'm a person who loves working out and for me you know to do it in one of like the study rooms of our house with an online instructor rather than a, rather than a personal instructor uh, and to adjust to the new normal as everybody would like to call it an online socialization mm. has taken the turn and for me to you know um doing this on a daily basis of course it became a, a very big change that i'm not going to be able to meet people it's only my family members and you know the help at home that i would be interacting with and the only interaction that i would be having would be probably facetiming with my friends and you know keeping that as a motivation to create a healthier and a positive uh, friendly environment around me and not to make it boring to make hmm. it you know eventful in a way so i would like to call you know this phase the digital infodemic uh, it has not been a very positive environment and it has been an overburden of information regarding the pandemic it's like you know you wake up and all you can hear is what is covid these are the impacts these are the uh, different ways it is spreading how do you have to you know keep yourself safe and you know yes safety measurements need to be announced in the news daily statistics in terms of you know it's spreading where it's spreading uh, what are the red zones are of course for our knowledge as well as our awareness and as a precaution mm-hmm. so that we don't step out but i feel that you know for some time to be away and switch off is the right step to do I- so for example um you know in terms of newspapers that is a mode of media mm. that is in every mm. household especially in india it's like in the morning it's literally chai and your paper that you know you will pick up and you and people will right. especially the elderly folk so for us you know we stopped um, newspapers and other source of media of course we have our phones we have um, you know the tv screens mm. to provide the same information and in terms of also sustainability as well as a way to stop the spread of virus because we don't know where the newspapers travel we stopped that in our house however you know we did this in most of our relatives house and i feel the elderly folk definitely had a major uh, uh, in, uh, impact on this and even though Uh, you know they are slowly transitioning mm-hmm. onto online screens it's like my grandmother will every day call me and be like how do i even you know let to say increase right. the volume on my phone and i feel they are the ones and you know we have to have sympathy and uh, take them step by step because i think they are the ones who had to adjust the most for the youth and the adults it's very easy we've been you know it's like we've been mm-hmm. born with phones in our hands so you know i feel that they are the ones that in my opinion who have been uh, who have been affected the most so uh, tell me that uh, okay i accept what you said that uh, the senior citizens have been impacted the most and uh, the adults especially who are accustomed to holding a physical copy of a newspaper and for them first of all to open an app and then figure out and then to read the fine print which is a very unstable moving piece of text which is uh, hopping about on their uh, phone is tedious it is definitely difficult but tell me uh, how do we how do we otherwise get out of this addiction in terms of uh, like lot of people 
have this habit now of every five minutes of checking on their phone what's happening. You know, this new FOMO which has come about, uh, especially due to this uh, social media thing that, okay, I want to read up who's tweeted about the pandemic, who's raised a new political storm. And this has become like an every 5, 10, 15 minute filler in everyone's lives, especially when their work's stalled. They don't have anything to focus on. Their entire mental capacities are uh, totally devoted to doing this. And, and it's, I think, a lot to do with the younger crowd and a lot to do with the adults as well. With, with adults, if it's the news, I think with the younger crowd, it's got to be probably social media interaction as well as gaming. Where do we take it from there? Tell me. So, uh, you know, the right word is actually how mm. you have to switch off, but at the same time, you know, maintain healthy communication with your friends and peers, which is important for us. So, you know, here are some, this is some kind of advice that I would like to give others in terms of maintaining this healthy communication. One is for yourself, take out time. It's not the way we used to do it before here. I mean, you know, stay away from your screens, find hobbies, um, within the home maybe if it's cooking maybe it's art like one of my friends she started this full um, jewelry company at home wow. with homemade materials and that itself she didn't promote it on social media it's only after uh, she was off social media actually for one and a half months when she mm -hmm. worked on this project and she got back only to you know announce it so that is something mm -hmm. which is very inspirational and the second thing is uh, i mentioned about you know zoom calls google meets uh, as well as video calling right. has really taken a turn. And in my opinion, you know, uh, even to schedule it, people should do it on alternate days in a way to reduce the overdose of screen time, which, you know, has so many effects on our health. One, sleep, which is a major factor in the youth as well as it's affecting adults as well. You know, mm -hmm. it's resulting in insomnia. It's also resulting in the fact that it's changing your quality of sleep which impacts the full day, which impacts your uh, lifestyle. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think what you just and pointed out is so true. And a lot of these um, sleep-related issues, and especially sleep deprivation. In fact, I was listening to a very wonderful book the other day, audiobook, uh, guilty of, um, again. But I, I prefer to listen to it while I'm on a long walk. And um, there's this new concept that this uh, author has come up with. It's called sleep debt. And every person who's working, who's studying in our present generation, exceptions are there, but most people are uh, suffering from sleep debt. And uh, they owe it to themselves. And it's a heavy debt, which in fact translates into so many other health issues. And you're raising the risk of uh, a heart attack. You're increasing your you're lowering your immunities, which are essential at the moment for you in all departments. And I think your general level of alertness, the efficiency with which you're able to perform anything, it all goes down. And if you're not turning your screens off at least 30 to 40 minutes prior to hitting your bed, it can be extremely harmful to you. And you were talking about regulating. But can, do you walk the talk as well? How does it work in your own house? Are people following this? As in, are you able to avoid Zoom calls on a daily basis? Are you able to switch off? 
and disconnect so for me i remember in the beginning during my quarantine time of course that's the time so many webinars were held and even my parents were attending all of these webinars in terms of gaining information but i think as a family over time we all came to this conclusion that even in terms of webinars and zoom calls we are going to even if we have it on a daily basis it's going to be for a limited amount of time and at the same time uh, you know we are going to ha- uh, have a scheduled family time just for us which is all our phones are going to be in another room and as well in co- like i think netflix binge watching is something mm-hmm. that has really taken over our lives and i guess the youth can really really agree with this so in terms of that as well um, you know no, instead of not binge watching a full episode the entire night i think even with friends uh, we kind of decided that it'll be probably two episodes you know per night okay or something like that so that you know you together maintain it so actually the key is of course you can do it yourself but the minute you have support from your family members as well as your friends that really helps because you're in a way you're in this routine together and if you know one of you feel that okay listen i need more screen time and the others feel that you know it can be harmful to your health at least there is somebody who you trust at the same time mm-hmm. they know what's good for you so this can definitely you know help you kind of okay. come back on and the track. Uh, now let's uh, talk about uh, you know gaming which has become such a sacred thing for most people and um, you know the other day we were talking to siddharth about his music and about his new startup and uh, it's interesting to have him back today to talk about social media addiction in his uh, words the gaming rituals because it's it's something i've seen kids go to crazy lengths you know the other day i was following up this news of a young man who blew up about 16 lakh rupees without realizing that he is going online and he was a 13 year old playing pubg and constantly buying those virtual weapons did not know that um, his father's account was being debited regularly and uh, when the parents went to the bank for some reason and the father checked his account it it was down by a good 16 lakhs now um, it is dangerous of course uh, there are so many security concerns and various other concerns but i would first of all like to talk about the addiction that goes beyond a certain level and becomes uh, so uncontrolled that you don't know how much time you have spent and you can't keep track of the money you have spent in terms of um, uh, playing endlessly back to back and and i've also seen a lot of youngsters fighting with their parents that why don't you allow us to play at night because that's when our friends are most active so i i find it to be very alarming and a lot of parents and children are at loggerheads with each other on this account so Do you want to turn the conversation to Siddharth now or uh, would you like to add something before we move on to him So before we move on I just want to make one point that you know a majority of students during this time hmm. have been staying home and at the same time you know they've stopped their extracurricular activities which has actually increased uh, you know their engagement online as well as you know especially the ones who are into sport and physical activities it's like filled in the uh, right. the live sports void and as the next speaker siddharth mm. who's a really dear friend of mine and he has spent his lockdown time um 
in a conscious manner in terms of gaming and i think he will like to share his work life balance at the same time how he uh, maintains a healthy communication during this time yeah so siddharth welcome, welcome. Siddharth. good to have you uh, again and uh, tell us uh, what is your work life and gaming balance because that's a balance everybody is really craving for and looking for hello so thank you for having me again i would like to start by saying that during this lockdown period i was stuck at home like others and in this way i resorted to playing video games because like video games were kind of a a feeling of going out it was a feeling of having something mm-hmm. to do during the day i won't say that video game mm-hmm. was addicting to me but basically i was feeling like there was an urge to like go out and have friends and make mm-hmm. friends and have something with them and this was cured like this was completed mm-hmm. by playing video games however i would say like playing video games is not bad for your health unless mm-hmm. you are addicted to it addiction is something that is uncontrollable like when you feel like you are not able to control how much how many hours you are playing or like you are not able to stop okay. when you need to stop mm-hmm. that is an addiction but in this case i usually okay set a timer and like i usually look at my clock like if i'm playing at 12 then i would start playing at 12 and then i would keep looking at my clock and stop at like 1 1:15 okay. pm so in this way i try to like maintain my uh, screen time and make sure like this is, the video game is not having okay. a toll on me tell me honestly i'm going to ask you a very um, interesting question because it just popped up in my head and i thought i must ask you how many times does it happen that you feel that okay i have put in so many hours of study or work and now i must reward myself with the playing 2 hours of uh, a particular game and uh, to what extent is it one reward that you justify and define for yourself and how much of it is an escape from say pressure which is probably academic or parents yelling at you i feel that when when we step into that negativity where it becomes an escape and our way of shutting the world out i think that's the beginning of addiction so how often does it happen that you feel that okay i'm rewarding myself i have earned 4 hours of play do you ever think like that do you measure it in those terms so during my school di- school life i was doing this routine only like i would do two hours of my homework and then reward myself with one one and a half right. hours of video games and this was kind mm. of motivational for me and this led me to like focus on my studies so okay. that i can enjoy it later on and this was kind of a good way of rewarding myself since i am able to uh, focus on something relaxing like in my video games i usually play mm-hmm. adventure games so that in that game i can just go out and see like i need to i hunt in the wildlife or maybe i go to different right. cities in the game mm-hmm. only and meet new and weird okay. like diverse people so this is a and, good and you know that would have been my very next question 
that how often uh, do you feel that uh, this going into uh, a land or creating something interesting because a lot of kids come back and say do you know isme kitna dimag lagta hai it's a very intelligent game mera critical thinking skill na sharpen ho raha hai so so we have all kinds of justifications that tend to come from children and youngsters to defend their stance and um, along with this another question i wanted to pose to you was uh, when i quoted that little case of a boy going ahead and splurging so much that his parents almost went bankrupt do you think uh, there should be uh, some kind of uh, a capping or some sort of a supervisory control over where are you registering your credit cards and your parents money is uh, being uh, unknowingly thrown in such places it, there, there has to be some regulatory system do you think uh, is there a way out and if at all what do you think is is the best way of not allowing such things to happen so for the first part of the question i would say like yes games have mm-hmm. some critical thinking like the games right. that even i play <laughs> have various okay. modes like yeah. survival mode where you have to like survive in a okay. world of zombies or something like that or something like in which you have to crack some locks right. and open doors or something mm-hmm. or like a maze or puzzle or you can help someone defend okay. your country or something like that but obviously discipline is very important in such games like anything that is not done with discipline can mm-hmm. have a negative effect for example the the example that you gave right now need supervision because that child is playing video game but he is not realizing the uh, trade off that right. is happening right now from mm-hmm. his parents bank account so that is what there should be supervision on such games these games like PUBG and all have a rating like mm. they have an age rating uh, for which you shouldn't play like if you are not mm. that years mm-hmm. old something like that so i think the parents also should like consider what is happening in the game and what are the ratings before help like providing the children the platform okay. to play such mm-hmm. games and and uh, you know the the times lot of games which are uh, are designed and modeled on um, like uh, business strategies and uh, so many others that actually help you uh, trade at virtual financial markets and you you learn a lot of skills but then uh, what percentage of youngsters do you think are getting into gaming to hone a skill because majority of them prefer the mind numbing games which are mostly visual stimulation and uh, violence and a lot of special effects and and a lot of uh, simulation that sort of appeals to the senses but in a negative way so yeah so i would say like personally uh, i am more inclined to games that have zombies or something violent in it I like action games mm-hmm. and adventure games in which there is a lot of mm-hmm. bloodshed and everything like that. So like a game like which has financial trading or something is like that is something that is very real and very uh like very real to us and I don't think so that it would be visually appealing as a 
get away for someone a get away would be someone to someone that someone will go out of their reality mm-hmm. and enter the virtual but, reality but do you think of something that do you is think it in any way uh, promotes and excites and and sort of prompts you um, to act violently or respond uh, violently do you think that uh, playing all these games does it ever uh make you actually fantasize about okay how would it feel to pick up a gun and go out and try it out it does definitely so how do you yeah. how do you mentally so like, you know reconcile yes. with that this keep distinguishing like you said between my reality and the kind of uh, fantasy world that yes where i go play and i can go ahead and cause as much mayhem and destruction and yet uh keep my sanity when and i come back to my real life you know i would say like when i am very charged or like maybe a bit angry at something i would just mm-hmm. go to my playstation enter the mm-hmm. virtual reality and i might go and go go for a okay. killing spree or something but obviously in virtual rea- like in reality this can't right. happen there are rules right and so i would say like this reality and virtual reality are complete different mm-hmm. aspects and uh until everyone is able to like distinguish between both of them it is healthy for them and maybe beneficial since it promotes multitasking and everything like that however when people start finding a mm-hmm. bridge between these two worlds then the problem okay. starts so siddharth happening. what um, what if i ask you what is siddharth's uh, advice and gaming mantra and um, how to keep uh, yourself sane controlled regulated disciplined and not overdo it so what would be your suggestion for a young listener who's probably as enthusiastic and as excited about gaming as you are how would i would say like yeah i would say like you should just measure the time like if you're starting at 1 switch off first switch it mm-hmm. off at 2 maybe and follow okay. a disciplined lifestyle if you are doing gaming then you should also do like going out and mm-hmm. doing workouts or something like that just as zoya said we have to balance everything to have a healthy mindset healthy so what, according to you how many hours is healthy or how many hours is okay and um, do you feel that uh, at best it should be a 60 minute uh, duration and then you break away and then even if you come back how many hours a day according to you is still okay yeah. i usually yeah i i usually start at a timer of 60 minutes and then like when i reach 60 i just wait for my next checkpoint and whenever it okay. happens i just save it so like even if i don't want to i just have to because that's what okay. i have already told myself and this and, is the and you've been able to more or less stick to the commitment that you've made to yourself okay right Yes like so my friends i know my friends like complete their games like we all buy games when they mm-hmm. are launched like on the same day and i know people who just finish it yeah. in like one or two days like the game plays for 20 hours 24 hours and they are finishing right. it two in two days so i feel like i carry that game to at least like two mm-hmm. weeks two and a half weeks and this is slightly slower than them but like despite that fact i am able to live a healthy lifestyle and focusing on other things like my uh university okay. work and everything so i feel That's like it is a good trade off okay. 
Thank you so much, Siddharth, for uh, talking to us because now I'm going to shift the conversation further to uh, somebody who's uh, here with us. But uh, thank you once again for joining us today. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you so much. You are listening to The Sage Advice Podcast. The Sage Advice Podcast.